Welcome in to the DNVR Rapids Post Show presented by Ivaca TV. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll. And it's a loser's lounge. It is it is the loserest of lounges. It is a tough one. But in spite of that, I'm joined by my friend, colleague, and uh all around fantastic gentleman, Joseph Samuelson. Thanks again for having me, Mitch. Um thirteenth road losers lounge of the year in all competitions. I'm assuming you guys did one for every game. Um, tight, tight, but tight, 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 tight. Excited about, uh, excited to talk about it with you. A lot of interesting I, things to cover. I think there's one. a ton. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's you're basically, right. you know, like functionally, like this is the it. Season's like over. this. Yeah. Everybody said going into this final five game stretch, Frazier said it, Beta Shore said it, Danny said it Wednesday, um, Fleming and Balboa said it. They needed to take 15 from their, their, their final 15, and they did yeah, it. As of no. tonight, their chances of making the playoffs are less than 1%. That's it fun. would require – basically, the LA Galaxy has to lose out now. A bunch of Seattle, other teams also have to lose out. Salt Lake. It's yeah. only a matter of time. And, and, and the reason why the Rapids haven't officially been eliminated yet is because they play in a league where half the teams in their conference make the playoffs. And that yeah. just means that they are going to be technically, mathematically breathing for – you know, another week. Actually, I guess it's going to be two weeks until the next game. But Ugh, um, stupid international break. Are you kidding me? Are you but kidding? Hey, and that's like the bright side. We now get to watch Sammy Vines. That's right. With the U.S. national team. Yeah, maybe two get early kickoffs. Fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> including a six a.m. <laughs> six thirty kickoff next yeah. Friday. You're right. Um, so but hey, yeah, let's, like let's, let's get talk, this out of the way then. Yeah, man. let's let's, talk let's about dive it. into this. So I feel like. Yeah. Rapids, of course, like you said already, they needed three. They needed Salt Lake City to lose tonight. Happened. Um, just to be fun, they needed Seattle to also lose. Happened. Um, and so everything, of course, as always, as per is tradition with this whole season, is the Rapids go into a big-time game riding at least one decent result, if not two, and it's like, okay, everything's set up. Scoreboard's going your way. Here's a huge game. You have some momentum. And they just put out a big, wet fart noise of a game. Lose 4-1. Uh, and it was not that close. Um, it was it was about eight minutes of destruction. And I started around minute 22. And um, by minute the score line indicates that the game was a lot closer than it actually was. Yes. Correct. And that's, it was, and that's damn impressive considering that they dropped four goals on the Rapids. It was, um, I don't, I struggle to say it was the worst game of the season for the Rapids because Philly exists. It was the worst winnable game of the season for the Rapids. It How about was, that? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was winnable. Honestly, and it just the there was just a well I mean okay okay so number one I don't I saw a few things on the timeline that it said it's time for a Yarby conversation I disagree with that do it's you time for a Yarbrough conversation. whoa 
Um, yeah, no, the, the fact is, is like, do you think it, realistically it's, it's, it's a complicated, it's a complicated conversation on any of those goals. It's a complicated conversation because he has been hung out to dry all year, all season, but midfield turnover. You cannot deny that the man who made game saving save after game saving save last season has not kept up that rate of performance this year. That's fair. All of the advanced goalkeeping metrics say that he's regressed this year. Even the ones that don't, you know, that that rely on like, you know, if that sort of ignore high XG chances that are as a result of like defensive errors and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Um, you look at post shot expected goals or, you know, whatever the big stat sure. is, and he's in the bottom third of MLS goalkeepers. Um, and he was in fair. the top third last season in a lot of those metrics. And uh, like, I don't want to, I feel like it's a bit of a misnomer to start with Yarbrough. No, because I don't think he's was, like the big, my point yeah, was I agree. maybe it is time to have the conversation, but he wasn't the reason this team lost. Right? 100%. So that conversation like, is is four weeks away when we're wrapping yeah. up the season. The conversation 100%. tonight is that back line. Yes. And, yes. and it was awful. Agree. It was. This um, is probably the, I mean, God, it's that Philly game exists, right? Like, so I can keep Philly game exists. So bad, the Vancouver the game, game exists. The Seattle game exists. Um, those are the big ones off the top of my head where the defense really, really let them down. Um and and this one is as bad as any of them. I don't know um, how necessary was, is if it is for us to go through, you know, every single goal tonight. We but don't, it's a I lot of <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of the same things we've seen in to. recent games. Um, like even against uh, San Jose, he didn't score, but you saw Cade Cowell the entire game flew mm-hmm. down the wings, mm-hmm. cut inside, mm-hmm. and nobody had any idea. Okay, who's who's who gets to step up to mark? Right, mm-hmm. the exact same thing happened with Edwards on uh, the second goal tonight um, when he it just flew sick. through, flew down the, flew down the wing Put in Jack part Price because the Rapids skates, had dude. congested their entire midfield into like a giant clump in the center for the entirety yeah. of the game. Yeah. Um, and so giving the galaxy acres of space on the wings, Edwards yeah. flies down the wings, cuts inside. Nobody has any idea who's, who's at the step. Jack Price and Rosenberry both look completely lost. To me, it looks like Jack Price tells Rosenberry, I have this. He kind of runs into his position, kind of sends Rosenberry off to the wing, which is probably the right move, right? If you have if you have that layoff for a cross just wide open, you definitely want to keep a body over there. But to immediately get shook out of your shoes on the ground because he fakes you out so hard. And then bury a goal after you sent off the guy who has been without a doubt the best one-on-one defender on that back line. No question. And maybe not tonight. Wasn't great for anybody. But to immediately say, hey, no, 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 go over there, go over there. And then to give up that, uh, it was terrible. Awful. Awful. The communication was awful. Lawless wasn't stepping up to anybody. Wilson wasn't stepping up to anybody. Um it's there's it's it's, it's so sad because data was terrible with the ball at his feet all night long horrible and got and should have closed down Araujo yes. on the cross that he sent into Chicharito for the third goal mm-hmm. um, beta was like five six feet yes like had to close down that space a bit more he left you know too much space for the cross and when you got a poacher as clinical as Chicharito you know 
That you just can't sick. allow that to happen. Back home was that was a sexy finish. It was a great finish. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, okay, I mean, assuming the season is over, like you said, it's less than one percent chance. Um, it's time to play Gus. Do you want to see Drew Moore? I mean, what do you? I mean, I it's see Drew Moore. I mean, yeah, I love I mean, Drew no Moore. No one wants I mean, to see Drew Moore. Drew Moore's right? legend. But like, what's what does that do? I for mean, him? we what need to see Ralph. Place? We need to see Ralph. Play Gus. Play Gus. Okay, yeah, but let's get into defense because the midfield is. Oh yeah, sure. Right I mean, I'm not even. Sh- but that's the thing, like. What do you do? What's the point? There's no point in playing Gus because it just makes a bad defense even worse. Yeah. And, and I no mean, point in playing Markinick because it makes, because like, yeah, because he's not right. Outside backs right. are your, your best thing you have going for you on that back line. Yeah. Um, and he's hasn't like, let's, let's be honest. He hasn't been impressive no, in MLS play. Yes. Okay. He's had some occasional nice moments with Rapids too. I would say, yeah. Um, he's had a solid season there, yeah. but He's just not ready for no. MLS play. No, that's he's, fine. Um, yeah. He's young. He's got time to improve. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's really the issue is that there's, you know, you got a guy like Abubakar Keda, right, who's been out with a injury God, all I year. I wish he was around just to have and another so, body. To, to yeah, I mean, like, right. It's yeah. just... What do we got? It has been one of those seasons, right? You have three players who, in their seasons with ACL injuries, you have... Your captain miss, you know what? Thirteen games, twelve games this year. Fifteen. Extraordinary number of games. It just is a ridiculous number of games. You, um, it's you, you, you at best, like we all said it during the off season that the Rapids at best stood like stayed level, like with the moves that they made, Mm -hmm. while the rest of the West improved. And next year, every team in the league. Is going to get something around nine million dollars because of the Apple TV deal. Mm-hmm. So they're going to spend even more, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's the nature of the game, right? Like you have it's- to spend some money. And center back is without a doubt, I think, position one, and also position two. I think you need to invest millions into your defense. That is more than a like multiple. I think your total spend to reinforce your defense, whether that's a defensive midfielder and a center back, two center backs. I think it should be two center backs, but you need to spend some money because that defense could not stop a nosebleed. They are, they, they're, they do not step up to the ball. They don't know where to go. They don't know who's supposed to do what it is time and time again against the best attacks in the West. And there's a bunch of good ones and they face them all the time because they're in the West and it's just some of the most dangerous offensive players in this league with the ball at their feet, and they just let them do what they want. They don't force the defensive issue over and over and over and over and over and over. Same thing tonight. And I said this. I said this online uh, after the th- second or third goal. I don't know. I've, tonight's honestly a bit of a blur. Um, it was a lot of tweeting. There was a lot of tweeting. I mean, listen, there's a lot to talk <laughs> yeah, about. I know, I know, I know. But what what, what was the point? So I, I think Lalas Abubakar and Danny Wilson are each at best third choice center backs. Yeah, in, I think in the league. I think you can make an argument that Wilson paired or that, that either paired with the right guy could or, be a second choice. Or but like ideally we've seen you, them both be good in a back in three center back lineups. I think that, yes. that is where I think the two of them have played their best. That's true. That's fair. 
Lawless, but, especially but, in but, shorter space to cover, I think is I think great. a bigger point I want to make though is I feel similarly about the two players who have spent most of the time, uh, most who've gotten most of the minutes on the wings this year, and that is Jonathan Lewis and Michael Barrios. Yeah, and Jonathan Lewis has had stretches where he's looked. Yeah, fantastic. I think I think Lewis he's is a, closer to 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 yes. starter level for sure. I agree. Barrios was, and and I I mean. Barrios has, has had a very good MLS career. I think the numbers bear that out, but he is no longer at his peak and no longer. I mean, I thought he had some nice moments again tonight. Um, he probably wants that cross back from Nicholson really bad. Yeah. Speaking um, of Nicholson, what a way to waste his best game in, as a rapid since he returned. And I know a lot of his best moments came after the red card where the game. Oh, yeah. By the way, in case you didn't watch the game and you're you know listening to this after the fact, um, the Galaxy did finish this game with 10 men, but it was after they had already scored four. Yeah. And um, our boy Sammy Nicholson scored on his second shot on target you know of the people, year. Do you know how many people tagged me in that? Do you know how many that I got? How many? I, I don't Enough that it's funny to me. That a high Nicholson number. Got, yes. Yes. Wasn't zero. <laughs> Um, it was just man. So of course, I've been on this pod talking about how Sam has had no goal contributions. Yeah. And you brought up the lovely stat that made my no goal contributions even better, and that it was one shot on goal. Right, and then tonight yeah. he has that terrible shot, so that wasn't even on goal. But then he puts in honestly a really nice goal. He had a really nice he had that great to assist game. too. Yes. Or sorry, the great sorry, not not an assist. A great key pass to Mikey Barrios. Yeah, that Mikey should have been it. an assist. Yeah. Honestly, um, he had a really good finish to the game. He was drawing corners. He was he he kept the listless offense going, pretty much single handedly towards the end. Yeah. Um, which is tough this to is say. like really frustrating, right? It's like it's the first game that Sam finally looks like a little bit like the player that he was before he left. After he honestly looked end. really good. He looked. He's and, probably the best you know, player on the field for the Rapids tonight. Yes, I would also say yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus There's Christ, a, yeah. yeah, it's brutal. bad. It's, it's it's bad, and like that's what's making this. That's what's making me so worried about this off season is because the Rapids have a ton of business to do. Not only with just the people on their current squad, they have like somewhere around, I believe, six players either on. Uh, or no, no, no. I believe they have seven or eight players who have either options or contracts expiring this year. Um, and that's more than just the players listed by the MLS Players Association because guys like um, Mark Hanek, um, is wouldn't be eligible for free agency this year. So, um, and he's on a one plus four deal. Um, and so the Rapids have a bunch of stuff to do this this season with their current squad. They have to make decisions about Barrios, Zardes, Betashore, um, Mark Markanic, a preso. I think his deal might be coming up soon. Uh, Let's see. I have then, the list. I have the list right in front of me. So Barrios has which, an option. Beta Shooter from, has an way. option. Um, this is MLSplayers.org. Yeah. So this this does not include the players who are not eligible for free agency. Right. Um, so Zardis. Which, no, no. Zardis is out of contract. Yes. And the Rapids um, would have to pay seven fifty k to Columbus to keep him around. Yep. Diego has an option. Drew Moore has an option. Clint Irwin is out of a contract. Beta has an option. And Barrios has an option. And the same is true for Markanic. I believe Mayaka's contract is up this year as well. And he also wouldn't uh, be eligible as a free agent. 
And there's... But also, is like, is Mayaka solving any problems for you know. right now? No, I mean, nobody's solving any problems. The guy's just saying, like, there's, four. they got they 120 pounds. Ton, I'm just saying they have the ton to worry about with the existing squad. Yes. And then you're potentially seeing this team needing to make moves, mm-hmm. two moves in defense, whether or not that's like a, oh, yeah. We, we no, haven't even center. talked about Estevez yet, right? Who's long Well, they're going to just assume that that's already done. That's what I was saying. I would assume that's a million dollars you're spending right now on that. All right. Um, either on way, it. you're I making would, two. I would be shocked if it wasn't, but. You're you're making two more moves in defense. Yeah. Right? Yep. You need at least one, if not two, wingers. Especially mm-hmm. if Barrios, if they, if you do not pick up the option on Barrios. I mean, you're not getting rid of Lewis. Unless it's a trade for. No, I know, player. but if. Yeah. If you're not if you're not picking up Barrios's option, yeah, you have to go get. Somebody. I think you need <laughs> to. Well, unless you you're going to say that Galvan is that guy, I think Galvan could could be that guy, but I still think you need you need options that are you, yeah, you need, you need Galvan Yaya's Lewis another if option. Yaya, yeah, Yaya would have been that option. And um, maybe yeah, and then Max, you, maybe Max finally makes that move. Maybe, maybe. Um. And then, yeah, uh, potentially, potentially a reinforced goalkeeper. Maybe if Irwin, if more, I would imagine Irwin. Irwin maybe is a goes off solid goalkeeper. He probably tries to get a contract where he can play. I don't know if he could play, I but I wouldn't like be itching. surprised if he moved to his hometown and joined Charlotte sure. for like a, a final contract. That would seem yeah. like something he, uh, you know, because he went to high know, school there. Yeah, maybe, there but and... maybe there is a situation where there's more minutes available because it's not going to happen here, right? And you only have so much soccer left in you. I would not be surprised if he's itching to sign up to remain minuteless. You know what I mean? Like, and listen, and listen. The other thing is, if you if you let Beta if Beta Shore more walk or Beta Shore more and Warner all like sort of reach you know they're approaching that retirement age right yeah you still need to be able to replace yes. those contract like you need to go out and get depth pieces to replace those guys it's right? going to be a very different roster there's almost no doubt there's this gonna be, team has just yeah. so much business to do they could potentially be bringing in what like nine like it's i think seven, it's like seven to nine like players six. i think it's like minimum six new guys will be here minimum yeah it has to be minimum six yeah. Um, is there any just and that's unthinkable, just really? Any, but that's like can, can we, can, I do think we we need to talk about how like unthinkable that would have been when we were talking uh, talking about the Rapids at the end of 2021, right? Or like even into March, April. It yeah, crazy. The idea it that it sounds at crazy. the beginning of this year, the Rapids would potentially shred or shed, you know seven to nine players or like have to replace like that level of contributions next season during the off season. Like the fact that we're even at this stage to begin with just shows how off track this season has been. And yes, I know injuries. We all know the injuries that have kept them from being as competitive as they were last year. We all know that like certain players have regressed, but the fact that it happened, just the fact that it all culminated into this it's crazy to me it's It's crazy it's crazy to me that last year it was like anytime you needed that result it was a hard fought and earned result right like hard fought scrappy team getting points when they needed it 
right? And this improbable run from the playoff pack to the one seed, right? Like, didn't see it coming. It did. Great season. Tough playoff out, whatever. But it was like a scrappy, hard-fighting team. This year, minus a few pieces, right? And in some of those pieces, some improvements, some not. It's the exact opposite. It is like big game time to strap it up. Time to strap on the boots, man. Let's go to work. Honestly, though, and I hate to push back on you here. Sure. But like, what's the improvement? Mm, I would say Zardis over Baji. That's an improvement. Okay. That's that is that's fair. That's right. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. You know, yeah, down the line, it's it's all, you know, I'd say most of them. Acosta is was not the replacement for Acosta everyone wanted, but I think Felipe did a pretty decent Kellen Acosta impersonation here at the end. Of course, too late, right? But, um, but, but yeah, good you, still have Jack, good you still have Jack Price, you still have Diego Rubio, right? You still have Danny Wilson, you still have Yarbrough, you still have Keegan, you still have these guys who are core key pieces to this team, who were core key pieces last year. And somehow that fight and resolve anytime this team has its back against the wall is not there. Yeah. Outside of LAFC at home and Seattle at home, what are the signature wins for this club this year? I'd even what are the signature one results? step farther and say that Frazier has an issue with earning signature wins over the course of his entire career with the Rapids today. I mean, look at the playoff loss to 10 exactly. man Portland. Look at the Rocky Mountain Cup performances in the last Oof. two seasons, right? Even in 2020, when they won the Rocky Mountain Cup, but if you look at like, but you know, only because that that MLS's back game didn't count, which you know we all knew going in, but you know, had that game counted, they would have lost the Rocky Mountain Cup that year. There's like a, there's an asterisk on that too, right? So Rocky Mountain Cup games, playoff games, Champions League games, U.S. Open Cup games. Frazier has not been able to win games when, or, or sort of set a squad up to win games when the season or the tournament or a trophy or silverware is on the line. Like yeah. when push comes to shove under Frazier's management, we just haven't seen those wins. And now the wins against San Jose and, and Vancouver steps in the right direction, right? In terms of the season, the San Jose win wasn't, a great performance, but you know, it was still no, but you're always, still a win, right? And they're back to where it gets performance in a win, but they were favored for those games, right? Yes, when I mean, I struggle to think of the time I, I struggle to think of the last time the Rapids won sort of a must win game against a team that was you know expected right. to either win or or hold the draw, and it just isn't, it just hasn't happened under Frazier. Um. And I think he's to answer that guy's question in the chat. Um, that guy, shout out that guy. Shout out that guy. I don't think Frazier's seat is it's um, not hot. Is it's hot to start next season. It's literally not hot. It's I think cold. the he's, he's only comfortable. he's the, fine. There's nothing. Yeah. The I think like the the bigger. I think the bigger concern is um the, the rapids transfer strategy and yeah. um pork let's, smith let's who, hold on that let's hold on oh, that. Sure. let's hold on that sure. let's hold on that last 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 thing for this game i mean i don't know if i expected a win right i really hoped for a win, right i really thought this is the best 11 the team can put out there minus i would have 
definitely started Lucas over beta. I'm not really sure what happened there. Um, I think maybe he was trying to save a yellow suspension or something. Lucas right, was for that on. home game. Lucas he wasn't, wasn't on, watch. on watch. No, oh. it was just a cost. Well, because of it fell off for two games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Then I have no idea what it was, but I thought this was a pretty good. I mean, he did. Out. Estevez did play 180 minutes this week. It could That's have fair. literally just been. It could have just been fitness. Um, yeah. so could I have mean. been. I think Nicholson over Barrios was a questionable start. Although Nicholson did have his best game, I still don't think that was like a winning move but I, and also see- tactically like the the plan to just like clump everybody together in the center and just try to brute force things through the middle just was never gonna work and but you saw price felipe and you're like sick let's go like yeah. that is that's sick that's like and then that price is two delivered very good his mid- worst game of the year yeah <laughs> that's like two very good midfielders let's go um rubio needs three goals right Right to be the all-time, the single rat- season, and he can beat the season. single season goal contribution record with with correct One. either a goal assist or assist. So we'll probably get that. Um, and it just was like everything was set up. Everything was set up. They have two wins. They have a team that they own. They own the galaxy. Like they own the galaxy, and everything was set up. And I just don't understand. How every game I have said that I sound like a broken record. Is that like the eighth time I've said something like this on this podcast this season where it's like everything was set up for this team and they couldn't deliver when it needed to. Just so you guys in the chat know who are debating about Frazier. Um, Frazier is still the manager with the highest points per game. Uh, hall All time. in Colorado history. Yes. Yeah. They're, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's not he's not going anywhere. I mean, I think if they're if they have an if they have a season just like this one next year, I mean, maybe you talk about it if you're bringing in a no doubt improvement, right? Yeah, right. Like, if yeah, it's like if, a for sure, like a name, like a name is like, yeah, I'll coach Rapids. That's that's the only chance if they have a completely 10th place, 11th place season next year. And someone is like, yo, I'll take that on. That's it. That's the only way. It is at least two, three years of Frazier right now. I'm not even thinking about it otherwise. Yeah. Not because I don't think they can do. I mean, I think there's plenty to talk about with Frazier. And like you said, the, the failure to get big results is huge. But they're very committed to Frazier. I mean, Frazier is not going anywhere. So kind of having that conversation is, isn't necessarily productive because. Yeah, I agree. Whatever answer you come up with doesn't really matter because he's not going anywhere at the end of the day. Um We've all said we've all been asking yeah. that you know for the club to open the purse strings to give him some help, and he, he hasn't gotten that help. Everybody in the West seems to have gotten someone dope, or two, or three. If you're an LA team, it's someone like on a European level, awesome. Um, Can we talk about Ricky Ricky Pooj, dude? Because. Yeah. Let's do I it. I mean, he's so like, sick. honestly, like <laughs> that man, that man, everything he touches turns to gold in the midfield. He's so, um, so, so good at soccer. It is annoying. I hate it. And he was involved. And I want to say, I want to say he was heavily involved in the buildup of mm-hmm. at least two of mm-hmm. LA's goals tonight. I don't think oh, he yeah. got an assist or a goal, but he was, he, he was, was involved over. in like the setup to them. 
drew drew that um, um drew some really advantageous free kick spots too for them on some fouls. He's great. And that's another move where it's like probably not the best business decision from Galaxy, right? Like Barcelona can just decide to buy him back. Yeah. If they don't decide to buy him back, they get 50% of profits on any future sales. Not great business. Well, but, listen, I'd rather I'd rather have I'd rather have Moneyball than a team that only signs players if agents come to them and be like, "Hey, you should sign sign, yeah. <laughs> sign me," Correct. which is literally the galaxy. I don't think money. Yeah, no, at no, all, I know. In a and, league and like, like MLS, it's the way to go. Like, like <laughs> look at Philly. Yeah. Philly is is Moneyball. Philly is Philly is the the model that the Rapids want to. Yes, want and to they are the best team in soccer, and it isn't, and it's like very clear. Yeah. Um, man. I don't know. So let's let's kind of get into we can we can have a board conversation if you want on sure. the other side. I mean, I mean I'll, I'll I'll have whatever conversation you want to have tonight because well, let's, there's, we'll there's a lot questions. to talk about. If you guys have any questions or, or thoughts on on what is essentially the end of the season, even if we have a couple of games left, we can get into. Go ahead and drop them in there while I talk about the homies at Evoca TV. But we'll get into some things kind of looking forward, you know, looking ahead. Um, and, and we'll get into that on the other side. But first, of course, Avaca TV. Uh, they're the new goat in Colorado sports. That is the greatest of all television. Ivaca delivers amped up sports coverage for Colorado fans featuring Altitude Sports, AT&T Sportsnet, and the NFL Network. Get the most regional content for the lowest price for sports in Colorado, all in crystal clear HD while using less bandwidth and enjoy over 60 entertainment channels, including news, movies, and more. Turn your home into the ultimate game viewing zone. You can even stream your teams from your phone, laptop, or tablet when you're on the go. You can also add on a discounted Sling TV bundle to get ESPN and more. Avaca is only $25 a month plus a $5 receiver fee. Right now, Colorado sports fans get $10 off per month for your first three months. To score this deal, go to evaca.tv slash Colorado10. That is E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash Colorado10. No contracts, no catches. Evaca TV is made for champions of the remote. Shout out to the homies at Avaca TV. Also, shout out to the homies at Game Time. We love Game Time. If you plan on catching this Dallas game, but you don't have a ticket, please use the link in the show description. Um, game Time has the best prices on second-hand uh, tickets on the secondary ticket market, um, up to 110% price match, which means if you find a comparable ticket for, for cheaper than Game Time has it, you will get 110% off of that price off your next order of tickets through Game Time. They are a great partner. We're stoked to have them. Again, if you're looking for tickets, concerts, um, any any event in town, go to the link in our show description or any of the other past DNVR Rapid Show. Um, get in there, get tickets, go that way. Um, please hook it up with the homies at Game Time. Lastly, the DNVR bar is open. Shout out, Kevin was there tonight with Dev, Wanners, Julio. Um, it was not the best game to watch together, but we were in the DNVR bar watching soccer together, and that was tight because we're open, um, and we had it up on the four TVs that make one TV sound on in the bar. Um, it was a really fun time, um, and I'm glad those guys made it out, so shout out to them. Um, hopefully, well, we're not going to have more than one game left of that, but we have at least one game left of that. 
Um, and then next season we'll be doing that a lot. So um, definitely come on down to the DNVR bar, check it out. We'll be doing NFL all day tomorrow, including the Broncos. Um, should be a pretty good time. And guess what? We're only like um 10 days from Nuggets training camp. Avalanche started preseason stuff yesterday. Like we are about to just have so much going on there, including the World Cup where we will have watch alongs for the U.S. games and post game shows. Um, it's going to be super fun. So tons of soccer stuff, tons of just sports stuff. So check us out over at DNVR. But will you be open at 630 a.m. Why do we have next to Friday when oh, Sammy no. Vines no. <laughs> when Sammy Vines no. plays no. against no, 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 no. either Morocco but we, bu- we will be open at noon for all the World Cup U.S. games. That's fair. That's fair. Because they all start at noon mountain time. That is freaking awesome. <laughs> that is like perfect World Cup time. Um, so, yeah. All right. Let's, get let's into talk it. about this kid question from B-Ray yeah. in the comments because I think it's a really good one. It's Go like, you know, do you start Preso and Max? And if Max, you're asking yes. me if I'm if I'm coach, mm-hmm. yes. Um, but uh, as our good friend uh, Brendan Plone uh, transcribed from today's presser, um, Frazier believes that as long as there is a mathematical chance, um, they are going to go for it. Um, I do respect that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, I mean, you can't really argue with the yeah. guy. I mean, I'm willing to argue that a little bit, but okay. Like, but I, I mean, guess here's my other thing. What is starting? What is throwing Preso into us into 90 minutes of action against Dallas and Austin get you really like, what does it get him? What does it get the Rapids? Like, I yeah, mean, honestly, good que- I mean, no, like, good question really, because like I don't. It, 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 it is not going to make or break his development. Um, it's. I personally would like was... more film of Preso because sure. I still haven't really figured. Like, it's so hard to figure out what he could be for this team if we don't see him play. Now, I, I I'd Im- don't get me wrong. Like, I'd sure. imagine that the reason why they've kept him out this week is because, like, for this week's games, um, the Wednesday and tonight. Um, I mean, the man got red carded for Rapids 2 for two kind of, you know, mediocre yellow cards uh, last weekend. And I'm sure that that sort of has played a role in the team's decision to limit his minutes. But it, you know... I just haven't seen that much negative play from him when he's played with sure. the first team this year. Sure. And that's what I keep falling back on with Preso is that I struggle to think of a an appearance where he didn't at least put in a solid shift. Sure. And I know they different play they play different positions, but mm-hmm. he's certainly proved more of a more proved to offer more to the team than Sam Nicholson had before tonight. Yeah. yeah. And and I know that you know the wings are are a dearth right uh right right now and there's not really any better options there um but still i feel like it sends a bad message to youngsters and fraser has kind of developed a little bit of a reputation recent like this year for being unwilling to i mean max has played a pretty good amount it's true yeah yeah, i was getting into two games there for a lot towards the end there um the problem is is like just getting garbage time minutes. That's fair. Though. Let me. I want to address this though. We went out to get Preso for him to play two or three games. We did not go out to get Preso for him to play two or three games. We also didn't go out to get Preso to sustain any bit of play this season. There was no getting trading for Ralph Preso 
was not about him contributing to the 2022 Rapids in any way, shape, or form. That was not the reason to trade for him. You trade for a, what, 20, 20-year-old? 19-year-old? 20-year-old? Oh, God. Whatever he is. I'm sorry. You don't trade. No, 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 that's fine. But you don't trade for a kid who barely played in Toronto because, oh, he's going to come save the season. You trade for him because you have a piece that is cost-controlled for a long stretch of time, and you can develop slowly. He just turned 20. He just turned 20. They did not trade him just to play him two to three games. They played him because he's a very – they went and got him because he's a long-term piece. Same thing with Max. They didn't get Max to come in. I mean, it would have been nice if he contributed faster, definitely. But you got him because he's a long-term piece, and he's a developmental piece, and he can turn into a piece down the road. And you do need pieces like that in the MLS. Like, like you can't just – you have to develop while also supplementing the veteran. And the problem with the veteran play is it regressed or just wasn't as effective as it could have been. Yeah. Or there were injuries. Listen, man, like there's there's just so much to it just it feels overwhelming to try to dissect all the issues this season because it feels like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Yes. That's also the other um, problem is if you ran this season a all... hundred times, is this the fifth worst, fourth worst? It's close. Yeah, I mean it this is top percentile of the worst, you know performance or the you know the, the worst outcomes like if you simulated this season a bunch of times and it's why like you know even the talking heads at mlssoccer.com right they all gave the rapids a chance this year i think only one or two of the pundit of the mlssoccer.com pundits didn't predict this team to go to the playoffs um yeah. and and that was that was a huge change from last year where everybody picked them in the uh, uh pick, picked them behind 10th 10th place yeah. um so listen, like this team is, it's simultaneously, there, there are a lot of problems that are worse than I feel like people are willing to acknowledge, but there are a lot of things that are better than yeah. people are willing to acknowledge. Like they're going to get Price and Govon back for full seasons, hopefully next year. That alone would be huge. Um, but my big worry is that this team is not going to keep pace even if they bring in players during the off season, I think mm-hmm. there's a strong possibility this team goes into 2023 with an with a roster that's of similar quality to the roster that started this year, like back when we thought we would have Galvan and Price all year. Um, mm, and yeah. that's that's my big worry is that they just tread I mean, water honestly, for another window. Honestly, man, it might it might be a little worse. What if Zardis doesn't resign? What if, you know, what if all the guys who have options say, please don't pick up that option, right? What if, you know, like it, what if Calvin isn't, you know, what if he's 15% less physically as, as the max? What if he just I am less worried about Galvan because I'm just saying there's like a uh, lot of come, ways. He, he looked, he looked great. And like he had previously injured this ACL when he was with Cologne, the same, the same ACL. Um, and supposedly, um, the discussion or like the talking points in, in Argentina where that was the surgery didn't go super great. Um, so that's fun. Denver has had that before when Gallinari had ACL surgery and then had to have it again six months later because they realized they didn't do the right job. And Courtney Ford too, yep. uh, who, uh, had, I think multi- had to have multiple surgeries yep. to fix a- an issue in his knee. 
Yeah. Um, but that's so, that's that's a small part of it. My, like, but my yeah, is, yeah. If you don't replace these correctly, or just kind of say that, because here's the other thing that re- would be really easy to do, and because we just made this point of this team is in possibly the worst or fifth worst or sixth worst or whatever outcome if you replayed the season a hundred times it's easy to bank on that and be like you're right if we replay this and we get the 94th best time we're in the third seed or second seed right now and this team with all these vets and all this chemistry so that's where i want to push back though is no, i feel right. that that was a little high the, the, that was a little teams, high. yeah no but, but like, i'm the, saying that like you, there's a way to say that this it all went wrong. If we run it back, it won't all go wrong. Sure. Yeah, right? it's easy fair. to say that. Yeah, I don't know but if I agree with it, but I also don't not agree with it because it probably wouldn't all go wrong. Sure. Again. Yeah, yeah. I had like, this team. I had this team at fifth, um, in the West, and I think that was fair. at the start of the season. And I think that that's. I think that, that might have been a little bit optimistic in hindsight. Um, I think at the time I was really overrating Max, and I was also Everyone expecting was. a Bubakar. I said he'd have like twelve goal contributions, dude. I was also expecting a Bubakar Keda to be around when I wrote that, and I also was expecting Gavon to be around when I wrote that. Oh, jeez. Um, but listen, like, yeah, B Ray makes a really good point in the chat. If they get four road wins, there uh, the Rapids are fifth. And you know there are four road wins. You look back on that schedule that they could have had. Utah, I mean, I'm thinking of Houston, Houston, um, KC, Vancouver, and and Vancouver. Those four right there: Houston, Vancouver, Utah, and KC. All four of those road games. Oh yeah, DC. There's five, and they're <laughs> you know right there. Like they're in fifth if they do that. Minnesota. They, yeah, a lot of games went the wrong way this year which is a promising like the the fact that the games kind of they got really unlucky in a lot of games this year like that's like frazier frazier set the team out for some really good soccer in some road games this year Mm -hmm. and the team just didn't Mm -hmm. like couldn't convert chances no couldn't finish no and gave up soft goals yep Sorry, that's not analysis. No, it's no, 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 no. no. It's, no. it's. I mean, it's, like, it's I'm just, the yep, yep. Because you're it's right. Where we've, it's where we've, it's where we've fallen this season. The road it's is like, by far the struggle that that baffles me, man. It's like you can. It's just you know that it's. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I. B Ray's right in the comments. You need a solid defense. Yeah. To pick up wins on the road, because the way you pick up wins on the road is you limit the amount of times well, you score your opponents can. Oh, yeah, and you, but you but you really need to just <laughs> limit the amount of opportunities your opponent has to begin with. Which is why at the start of the season we saw Frazier send out a little bit more defensive lineups yeah. when he went on the road, right? Mm-hmm. And as the season got towards the end, you know, he got a little bit more desperate, started throwing some more people in the attack and stuff, but. Yeah. Um, but the, the team just didn't repay Frazier. And, you know, listen, we haven't – this is kind of becoming a season post-mortem. And, um, I believe it is because the season's over. It, it is. It is. But I feel like – We I, have I feel two like weeks before the team plays better. again. 
feel like well, I know I that's okay. Think- We're gonna throw some stuff at the wall. That's kind of the point of this pod right now. Is sure. is this is fresh and this is like okay, this, this, and this. Let's okay. So to kind of transition to that talk, which I think is fair, we'll wrap up another five ten minutes of that and, and call it a night. That guy uh, says, let's just say that all the options don't get picked up in Zardis leaves. So that means you have no. Um, you also have no Barrios. You replace Beta Shore. You need to replace. Beta's you need to gone. Get a, Moore's you, gone. Back so you up need fullback, to pick up another back up center back. Like you, you know what I mean. That's now two, three center backs you need. Um, if you don't retain, if you don't figure out a way to bring Felipe Gutierrez, although I mean, there's no option to buy, but I do assume there's no some public sort of, option. There could, there could be, but you know, they don't right. always, they don't always tell us these things. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing about MLS. Like. How do you not know that like there's a buy? Well, they they know, but they just you <laughs> no, know. No, but how do we not know? Well, how do we not know? Um, uh, it's insane. But like, right? So it's, there's that. There's Lucas. Um, I mean, this team would be scrounging. I mean, not necessarily scrounging. You would have. You'd still have Price. You'd still have Rubio. No, because he has an option too. So you might not. Okay, so he would be gone too, right? You would have Jonathan Lewis, Sam Nicholson. There's no way they don't option Rubio. No, uh, no, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just man. like, that was to answer his question, sure. right? But so you'd have Jonathan Lewis, Sam Nicholson, Jack Price, Preso, Max, Keegan, um, Wallace, All the Rapids Wilson, 2 guys. Everybody Rapids 2. Um. But yeah, I mean, you're missing a lot. Costa, I think, has another guaranteed year left. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I am excited to see Acosta in the role that he was needed in. Yeah, which is the 60 minute midfielder to play some defense and to be a dog with a lead and like get in people's grill and play tough D instead of being the organizer and orchestrator of an entire team on the field, which is not his role. It's not what his strength is. Between Frazier and Price's absences, who do you think? What do you think bears more responsibility on the team conceding early and late goals? Because I feel like it could equally be like a coaching price, issue, and it could also be price, just price, literally price, just price, price in your mind. Price. Like, do you think if price. you think if they have it's price? All right, it's price. It's price. Because the second. And 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 Dwayne Brown, downtown Dwayne Brown, who is not with us tonight. I wish he was. Um, He's still I, alive, everyone. Just saying so you know. that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwayne's fine. He's just not here with us in this show. Um, it's funny how English works like that. Um, <laughs> um, he had a fantastic point last week where he was saying that um, he noticed it within like 30 seconds because Jack Price was immediately coming out and pointing people that way, pointing people that way, pointing yeah. people that way. Um, the same thing happened with Rapids 2's defense this year when Michael Edwards went out for yeah. a, a long time with injury because he was he was being that guy for Rapids 2 for most of the year where he was just like point like pointing all these like you know 16-year-olds would, like where they needed to be. And the when only he, reason I would think there's some coaching things there is the Nashville game price was still healthy. And that was what kicked off the weird get the games are over early stretch. And when things go bad, they get terrible. And he was here. That's my only thing, but you are right that it's like, 
you can point to key players like Edwards, like Price. And you're right there where it's like when your orchestrator and your communicator and your and the accountability, the person who keeps that accountability for everyone around them isn't there, this is what you get. You yeah. get dumb mistakes. You get people not doing what they're supposed to do. Um, it's just tough. It's B Ray. I am pretty sure Price was on the pitch when Yarbrough gave up that really soft goal against Houston. He was. He was. Um, yep. That's the one. That's the only one I can really think of off the top of my head. But I'm, I'm sure it could have happened. But before, in that before. run, he played in every single one of those games where they gave up a um, goal after the 43rd minute for four straight games in June and July. Sure. He was in all of those games. He was there. Um, so are we arguing ourselves, you know, out of our position that? No. Price is sort of like, you know, like, dude. No, I think it matters because he was also, he had the hamstring early, missed time, sure. had the calf injury, missed time, and then had a freaking busted rib and collapsed lung and missed a bunch of time. Yeah. And that matters. Because, because communication is improved through practice, right? I'm like, sure. All those little accountabilities and all those little moments are all filed away. Like these guys, I mean, they're all professional soccer players, whether or not they've had their best seasons, whether or not this team has been good. They understand that like every time you have a moment, it gets filed away and you learn and it's another data point for how to continue playing soccer, right? But if Jack isn't out there for 15 games or 13 games, whatever we said it was, uh, you miss out all those little data points where it's like, Hey, you should have done this. You should have done this. You should have done this because Acosta doesn't see this game the same way. Felipe just came in. He doesn't know for sure until probably now, or, you know, a couple weeks ago at the earliest where these people are supposed to be. You definitely aren't going to rely on max or Prezo to do that. You're just not Warner doesn't play enough for that to be a factor. Um, And it's just, I, I I do think that it comes – I like, I think if Price is healthy, even give him the calf injury or even give him just the hamstring injury or just the chest injury, although that is late in the season, so maybe not. But you take away two of those three sustained absences for Jack Price, this team is comfortably in the playoffs. I don't know about comfortably, yeah, you're but right. I do, but seventh I do or think – right Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. They're yeah. on the I other do, side yeah. of the line, I 100%, should say. That's 100%. what I mean. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, That's it really <laughs> took, it really took a series, and I mean a series of unfortunate events for this team to like finish where they are right now. But I don't want that to read as excuses no. for um, what I would describe as two, at best, mediocre transfer windows. Yeah, and Trusty just bailing on the team for about a month. That sucked. Yeah, that one month stretch before he left Kay was completely just... underperforming and then getting traded. I mean, they basically got but nothing. even but even though Kay may have been like, you know, we can argue about whether or not Kay was un- underperforming or not, but when he left, they didn't adequately replace his contract like what what he was contributing. Um, I mean, what do you have? Three goals, three assists? That was pretty good. Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not... Felipe only has two goals, so or two assists. Max has one, so that's three. <laughs> no goals. So yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So um it, it, it I, I really do 
mean it, it did take a series of, of, of unfortunate events but i also mm-hmm. like i said i don't want that to excuse two very bad or two two mediocre transfer windows um and i think because i think ugh, that's what's so frustrating about this team is that the pieces were like the core pieces are there yeah, but you did need to improve those other spots. But they needed to keep pace with the rest of the league, mm-hmm. and they just didn't. Mm-hmm. Even if you, even if you accepted that this team, even if you had everybody healthy all year, this team wasn't going to repeat at the top of the West. Mm-mm. This no, no one was even expecting that the Rapids would be in the conversation for the top spot in the West this year. Mm-mm. And that the reason why nobody expected that is because the team didn't play the off season like they were a team in the upper echelon of MLS when they could have done that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. They could have kept, you nailed it. They could have, they had a huge opportunity to reinvest the money that they got from vines Bassett and eventually trustee into making this a perennial title contending squad. If they just and everybody K. knew going into this season that they weren't going to reach that standard again. And the best case scenario that most of us had for the Rapids this year was, you know, fourth, fifth, like in that range. Maybe there's a few people I think who might have predicted them at third, but nobody had them in the one two conversation. And you look at the West right now, there's no way, even if they had Price and Galvan healthy all year, that they would have competed with, you know, what what Drew you see. And no, no, uh, chance, no chance, no chance. And what LAFC have done this year, no, no chance. They do not have a roster on that. Level. They're just not in that tier. And last My year, thing is they did get a little lucky. They got a little lucky last year. KC and Seattle falling off at the end of the year. And sometimes you do need a little luck, but they yeah. just didn't. They just didn't build on the team. My thing is to the extent that they should have. And you've nailed this time and time again. You know, so sorry guys if we're if we're bring it up again but the summer window you traded away k for someone who is not in the plans to contribute this year never was yeah. literally was a target for a develop developmental piece it's the only way to look at Prizo. period end of story that's it um you just hold on to k and granted they got a lot of money they got a draft pick they got Yada yada yada. I mean, they got all. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? No. Hey, I mean, some draft picks are doing very well in the MLS this year. Like, you can find the right guys if you can find the right guys. That being said, they got a ton for him, so I get it. But if you just say, if that's not even on the table, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, if if K is just nope, you're here, and they go and get that winger to fill the right side or they go and get a center back to reinforce the back line. How different is our attitude about this team right now? Very exceptionally different. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of mind blowing really one, one guy to like, even not even talking about the wingers, right? Because the rabbits have been scoring. Okay. This year. I mean, they have 23 games with two goals or less. And eighteen of those of one goal or less, or something. But seventeen look at, of one look or at less. Look at what RSL like is like... doing with 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 much fewer goals this year. Like we said earlier, defense wins championships, right? Did we say that on this? Somebody, yeah, yeah. yeah I but I mean, come on, you need to score more than two goals 
That's true. I mean, but in more than a third of your games. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> like um, they, the MLS is a high scoring league and they are a very low scoring team in that league. That's fair. That's fair. And they have, and you said it one, one, nothing win. That's true. One, one, but listen, so if you're not going to score, you have to defend. A, if you're in a playoff spot with five fewer goals, and the reason why they're in a playoff spot with five fewer goals is because they have only they've conceded eleven fewer than the Rapids this year. And you think back to all those games where Frazier was like, "We did enough to win, but you know, defensive errors cost us," which was pretty much the entire. Uh, sort of period after the internet the the summer international break um you know like late uh late uh late july early august think about all those games where fraser was like soft goal we're just conceding soft goals and that's why we're not winning games and i think if they would have gotten one guy to really cement that back like well to to basically threaten abubakar and wilson's jobs (laughs) like you need to take yeah, yeah you need start you, them all the time. You need a guy to come in and basically be a reason to play better, like be a reason for the rest of the defense to play better. Can I just say about this? Yeah, RSL has five less goals thing. If the Rapids had their normal goal production in the two game stretch where they exploded against Red Bull in Minnesota, they would have five goals less. Six goals less. They would be at RSL or worse. Like they exploded for two games. And then went back to doing what they do. So I'm not going to say, I'm not going to hold this five goal lead over RSL in too high esteem because the Rapids very much showed us who they are as a goal scoring. but, But my point is, is that you can be, you can be a, low scoring team and succeed in MLS. I don't you can I be a seventh seed, a sixth seed. Yeah. And well listen, like it's all about getting to the playoffs, right? Because if, it is. as long You're as right. you can dance, but, you can dance yeah. as long as you can. Sure. Um, sure. 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 And I'm yeah. But that also takes me in a good road team. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like uh, you know you want to talk about things so that let's went say wrong everything this year. plays out right. Thing. Let's say we're talking to winners lounge right now. Right. Let's say we're talking to winners lounge. Let's just say same results hold for everyone else. Rapids win, 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 get their 15 in, in five. And do you know what that first round playoff game would be in Austin against a rested Austin team who isn't going to play anyone on decision day because their two seed is going to be locked in. And then you're going, you're just going to stay in Austin for a week on the road. Cause that's right where you're going to go. If you win that last game and then Austin beats the absolute piss out of them. Five, nothing five, one. It's yeah. going to be a disaster. And I said this at the start of the season is that making the playoffs wasn't even the bar I had for the team this year. My bar for this team was winning a playoff game. Yeah, because absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it needed to be after last year. Yeah. Um, that was the standard that we need to hold Frazier and really and not, not just Frazier. It's, it's this it's the standard we need to hold the entire Rapids organization to. Mm-hmm. Because for all the talk about being a perennial playoff team and the Rapids going into the season being two consecutive playoff appearances, good, 
improvement over what what it was like before like none of us want to go back to the hudson era 2018 and 20 2019 God, were no, worse don't, please no <laughs> nobody wants to go back <laughs> no, to that era no um at least under fraser they have a fighting chance right but my yeah, bar this do. year and that's for the, the annoying part of this whole that, day but, but my bar for the team this year was winning a playoff game. And that's because at a certain point, the appearances themselves are meaningless. If the team doesn't is, is de- functionally dead on arrival when they reach the postseason, which they have they been needed a four no, seed or higher to have a chance this year of a playoff. win. there was, yeah. and, and that was never going to happen because they just blow points all the time. You know, it's funny. And I'll ra- we can kind of wrap it up here because you and me, you were on a show. I want to say April-ish. Yeah. April-ish. I, I think I said that exact same thing then too, that my standard this year was a playoff win. You did say that, but I don't but that's not the that's not the thing that I remember you saying. I remember me saying all these points count the same. This was yeah. a winnable game. I, I remember this conversation I said, like I said, it was yesterday. I said this blowing these points, turning these three points into one. It might have been the Salt Lake game, but that doesn't sound right. I think it was the right. Houston game. You're right. No, because I was out. At, I was at my cousin's wedding. I oh, missed yeah. that. So Charlotte. Um, you're right, Charlotte. Yep, Charlotte draw. It was the Charlotte draw, correct? And or I said San Jose loss could have been another one too. No, it was the Charlotte draw because I remember specifically. I was like, these. This should have been three points, and it's one. And those two points, those two missing points, are the same two missing points whether this game is in April or this game is in September, and and I, and it's not like you obviously know your stuff. So I'm not trying to, that's not the point of this, but you said something along the lines of, yeah, okay. But you know, those, when the playoffs come around and I was like, no, like my point then was like, you cannot keep dropping these easy points. And I think all the way into maybe almost even into June, maybe that's a little too far. Roll that back. Maybe may it was like, okay, but when they get to the playoffs, right? Like you said it, I said it, Yaya said it. Matt Pollard said it. The C38 homie said it. Brendan Plone was saying it. And we all said it. Everybody. And everybody in Rabbids Media was like, yeah, okay, well, when they get to the playoffs. And I think all of us just took that. I don't know if all of us, but certainly the Rapids seem to have taken that for granted. That certainly feels like their attitude from day one was, well, when we get to the playoffs, we'll have it figured out by the time we're in the playoffs. And they, this is what happens. You mess around, you find out. Yeah. You said it. I mean, listen, you're you're spot on, man. Um I mistakenly sort of thought, well, one, at the time, we weren't expecting Jack Price to miss 15. Yeah, no, of course. Games, no, right? no, 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 I know, I know, yeah. I know. Um and like, but yeah, you're right. Like and 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 I think I remember like really coming to agreement with you on that at the time. And <laughs> no, 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 I really do because uh, at least uh, maybe, maybe not on the show, but afterwards, sure. like, yeah, I was yeah. like that Mitch guy, he knows what he's talking about, right? Hey, and 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 yeah, those we're still looking back at those games as a reason. Uh, you know, we did it literally on the show. I want to say fifteen minutes ago, where we're like. Let's pick out four road wins, right? That they could have gotten that would have put them in a better position now. And, and really, that's draws. all they needed, which is it's just crazy how so much went wrong for the Rapids this year. 
but so much in the table on the standings, like the teams around them played so poorly across so many stretches this season that every kept the Rapids fighting chances alive. Rapids, yes, every, every time the Rapids league. needed results from other teams, they they nearly got them every single time. Like even oh. tonight, where the only scenario heading into tonight was that the Rapids would be eliminated if they lost and if RSL won and if Portland gets points on Sunday. And, you know, RSL lost. They took an early lead against FC Cincinnati and FC Cincinnati leveled it, got a penalty, then had that penalty taken away, or no, then missed a penalty. And then... Everything still managed right, to win. Man. You're right. Everything, everything, went right. everything on the table. Like so, while everything went wrong, everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. As far as like the squad injuries, uh, signings, player regression, everything went wrong on that front. And still, they were in it with a fighting chance, just because of how competitive the West was this year, and how many other teams also went on just like improbable winless stretches. I mean, Seattle, Seattle is going dude, to miss the, is probably going to miss the playoffs for the first time in 14 years. Oof. And the you Rapids aren't going to be there. I am glad that we're not doing the postmortem on a season where we're missing the playoffs for the first time in 14 years. That is a tough show. They have to never do. missed the playoffs since joining the league in 2009. So that, that might be 13 years. That so. is a tougher show to do than we had to do, but we did it. We got through it. Joseph, thank you so much for coming on. Um, for what was surely the most difficult post game show we had to do this year. I really appreciate it. Um, go ahead and plug your stuff. Hey guys, uh, you know me by now. If you're listening to this, um, you can follow me <laughs> at JSP SAM on Twitter. Um, tomorrow I will be live tweeting through the rapids two season finale. Um, and then after that game, you'll see a postmortem for me on that team season. So if you didn't pay attention to Rapids 2 at all this year and you want to know sort of what went down, uh, why they missed the playoffs, um, if that interests you at all. They also um, couldn't score. They just uh, yeah, they about defensive score. struggles and they couldn't score. It's like it's like the worst version of what the senior team was dealing with. Good luck. Anyways, and you want to talk about injuries, Rapids 2 had it way worse this season. Um, anyways, so if that at all, if that like sort of, you know, aspect of the Rapids interests you at all, you know, you yeah. can see that from me coming soon. I'll also have a full season, season postmortem on the senior team once, you know, we the Rapids officially get out of the playoff, out of the playoffs. Maybe it comes in the offseason. Um, and hey, listen, in a few weeks, we're going to have some exciting or i guess in a, in a month or so we're gonna have some more exciting times with the off-season drafts expansion discussions oh yeah protected lists winter windows re-entry drafts yeah. what is that i'll explain it to you um yeah listen if you if, if this that sort of off-season inner workings of mls teams like roster building and stuff interests you at all i talk about that pretty much non-stop we're gonna have some uh, crazy drafts that Joseph will probably be on. Some weird Yaya invented show uh, games for us to play. Um, dealing with all that stuff. But yeah, as always, though, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Mitch. And honestly, across the full season, every time I've been on the show, it's so much fun to have to talk with you and Yaya, or with Brendan, or with um, uh, I think 
it was I was with Jared on a pod once that was really good. Um, and listen, I'm just really happy that you that you guys in the chat and you guys, you know, in the comments on YouTube have been listening all this time and um it's made this season a little bit more bearable. Um, <laughs> I, no, and I mean that, that yeah, honestly no, and seriously. It. Like I think that I think like both the conversations with Mitch and with you know you guys in the chat, it's been really great this year. And I can't I, I can't wait for a season where we have a lot of positive things to talk about. It will be tight. And, um, and it will make all this worth it for sure. Not worth yeah, it. Absolutely. Not, but you know so, what I mean? Like it's gonna like all these like four people in the comments for a whole show after a loser's lounge at midnight, 1230 mountain time is going to feel great if they're hoisting a cup in the next few years, which Yaya said three years cup. So we'll see. I'm knocking on Yaya's door if that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I know, we know where he lives. Well, maybe I don't. I don't know. Maybe I do. Yaya. Um, all right. Drop him in the chat if you haven't already. Uh, go to like and subscribe DMVR Sports on YouTube. Five star reviews uh, anywhere you listen to this podcast that isn't on YouTube. Um, thumbs up always, please. Um, uh, 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 get to the bar and hang out with me during Broncos games or Nuggets games or Avs games or this last Piz game. Um, any of those things. And more important than all of that, we say. Up. Up the pits. The pits.